This is the Social Strategy Podcast, episode number 20. Welcome to the Social Strategy Podcast, where it's all about making the most of your business with smart tips on what's working now in social media, online business, and good old-fashioned networking. And now your host, who's also known as Ross PR on Twitter, Vernon Ross. Hey guys, and welcome to the podcast. I am going to go right into the episode. I've saved the announcements for the end of the podcast, so make sure you listen to the end because I've got some exciting stuff going on there. Definitely some stuff you want to listen to for the end. Let's go ahead, get right into the podcast, and I will see you guys on the back end. As a business owner, you know how important it is to have a mobile website. Duda Mobile is going to take care of that for you. They can convert your current site in just a couple minutes over to a fully functional, fully mobile responsive website. Go out to dudamobile.com and enter in promo code ROSS15 to save $15 on an annual subscription. Hey everybody, this is Vernon Ross and welcome to the Social Strategy Podcast, bringing you the best of online business, social media, and good old-fashioned networking. And today I am talking to a guy from all the way from Australia. So although the Natalie Sisson interview, she was in Auckland, New Zealand, Australia is technically further. So this is the farthest reaching interview I've ever done, which is exciting to me. And I want to tell you about this next guest, Dane Hudson. Dane is been called the Steve Irwin of fitness. He's a sports and nutrition specialist. He, you know, he combines his love for media and his passion for fitness, health, and basically a lifestyle around fitness to educate the public and bring them a unique fitness program and website called Fit and Flex. Dane, how are you today? G'day, Vernon. Mate, great to be with you. Uh, it made an exciting day to, to, to chat to yourself. So, mate, I'm fantastic. Thanks so much for having me on. No, no, my pleasure. So, so tell me a little bit about Fit and Flex. You guys just launched this um, January, right? Yeah, correct. So it was launched in January, shot last year, and it's actually perfect timing that we chat today because I just launched it on a uh, community channel here. You guys have got Fox there. It's called Foxtel here in Australia. And there's a community channel here called Aurora, and I got it onto that. And once it finished up airing, I thought, well, look, why don't I try and gain some interest from the bigger networks? So, you know, you, you start small, like everything you do, and you go, all right, well, let, let's try and kick this along further. So I hit up a few of the major networks and got brushed, and you know, which is uh, an Australian <laughs> term right. for being told to, to go away. So, and then one of the major networks I hit up was Channel 10, who's there's three major networks. We've got Channel 7, Channel 9, and Channel 10, and Channel 10 said they liked it. So they basically said, we'd love to replay what you've already put on Foxtel. And I said to them, no worries. I forget replaying it. What about I do another season? And they said, look, what a great idea. We'd like that. So basically now I'm sort of two weeks before shooting another season uh, that'll be out in December. So that's basically a little bit of a wrap on what Fit and Flex is, combining the idea that health and fitness and weightlifting is for the entire population, regardless of how old you are or what your goals are because weightlifting is obviously very good for not only how you look but also to keep fat at bay and to prevent things like diabetes and you know there are some cardiovascular benefits uh, from weightlifting as well so it's just a 
it's an all-round fitness show to inspire everyone, basically. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you followed me on Twitter, and as I do with just about anybody that follows me, I check their profile. I was looking at the yeah. profile. I was like, wow, they're okay, I'm a fitness guy. And I looked at the channel. I'm like, wow, this is really produced nicely. <laughs> and then I, I saw some people that I recognized. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. That was Lee Priest. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. That was Jay Cutler. Wait, wait. There's yeah. a, there's other guys. And, and guys, for all of you that don't know out there, I'm, I'm a big bodybuilding buff, always have been, competed back, you know, in 88, 89, um, you know, right. NPC Nationals. So, you know, I'm, I'm like, these are people that were my idols back in the day. So I saw that. I'm like, okay, this guy looks interesting and looked a little bit into your background and you've been doing some great stuff. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, look, I, I love Americans and I love America. Uh, I hope to maybe come over to America next year to shoot another season of Fit and Flex. That, that's the, that's the, always been the dream. Uh, I love American people. I love America itself. I've been there twice. And American people, I... Uh, I worked with a guy here in Sydney called Ben Fordham, who's one of the best broadcasters in the country. And him and I always used to look for any excuse to get Americans on his show at Radio 2GB, which is where I work, the number one station in Australia. I, I used to always, we'd, we'd just, we both, we always used to laugh and say, mate, we both love Americans. Any excuse to get a yank, which is a term of endearment for an American over here, <laughs> uh, any excuse to get a yank on the show. We just love them. And you know, people like Phil Heath were wonderful and Jay Cutler and Lee Priest, who is the best bodybuilder in Australia. However, he was in, he lived in America, I think I'm right in saying, for around 20 years. So yeah, he did, yeah. I guess you could say, yeah, he's a bit of an American as well. But look, he's very popular here in Australia. And look, it's, yeah, I'm just in love with everything America. And hopefully um, sometime next year, I can go over there and do some more stuff there, maybe with people like Kai Green and Right. Other stuff like that, but I've always, I mean, I've done exactly what you're doing here, Bernard, and that's speak on the phone to a few other American bodybuilders like Lee Labrada and uh, Ronnie Coleman was my first ever interview, and that was spectacular. And yeah, look, it's just, it's great to see. And I find, Vernon, that bodybuilders are always happy to help you out. I've never really had a problem with bodybuilders. They've always, you know, stayed awake to cop a call from me exactly like this, what, what we're doing to have a chat. And it's just so good to see because... It's it's a sport that the majority of the population doesn't follow and doesn't really understand, but those who do, mm -hmm. uh, you know, fall in love with it. I helped on by the generous actions of people like Lee Priest and Jay Cutler and Phil Heath, Ronnie Coleman, Lee Labrada, even Frank Zane I spoke to as well. So oh, it's wow. just good to, yeah, it's good to, look, I haven't got Arnie or Sylvester Stallone yet. Um, <laughs> the, that, that's the dream, but look, you know, we've got to have something to work to, don't we? Right, exactly, exactly. So tell me, how did you get started in this whole thing? Because I know there's a lot of people that are into fitness and they want to, you know, do their own thing and get their own channel going. And usually it's just a YouTube channel, which you guys have, you know, over, I believe it's like 260,000 views on your YouTube channel, which is impressive in itself. How did you get started? So it's, it, it's quite funny. Uh, it's basically you start with, a, I mean, I started with a Facebook page and a logo. I had a mate who draws up logos and he said, here's your logo. And the minute he did the, the logo up, I had a really good, a really good uh, feeling about it. I, his name was Ryan Pilkington, a good friend of mine. And he drew it up and said, here you go, mate. And he wouldn't take any money for it, of course. And as soon as I looked at the logo, I thought, well, I think we're onto a winner here. So basically I just started the YouTube channel and I was working in radio at the time. I, the most important thing, advice I could give to anyone that was trying to do something like this is know your product and know your game. 
If you don't work in the media and you work in any other job, any work experience you can do in radio particularly or TV is important. But radio is really the foundations of television because TV is radio but with pictures. Uh, but radio, in my opinion, is a better medium because it's, it's theatre of the mind. I mean, people are listening to you and I right now, Vernon, all over the world, and they're imagining this in their mind. If we're on TV, they're watching this interview, they might have, there might be overlay footage of me talking or training or doing... But their, their imagination is limited. Uh, but basically what I'm saying is you need to have a really good cornerstone uh, and, and training experience. So if I worked in radio for five years, I understood how to write um, for the population, how to write to excite people, um, how to, w w what topics will interest people and what will not. But basically, the YouTube channel started, and, the, and whoever could film me on the weekend, and you know, it might be a bodybuilding interview, or it might be a fitness interview, or it might be, you know, a, um, a, a review of a study in the New England Journal, whatever it might be. I got mum or dad to hold the camera. I threw a few <laughs> pictures in there for overlay. I used my iPhone as audio. Very, very basic stuff, and just kept running with it. Uh, the, the next step from there is once you gain a little bit of a following on YouTube and Twitter, which is very important because you and I wouldn't be talking if it wasn't for Twitter. Twitter is the most underrated form of social media in the world, in my opinion. I think it's just exceptional. Instagram, you've got to get on all of it. So you, you, you hit yourself with Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, get the basics going and just get a little bit of a following on YouTube. Then after that, you want to have a look around at community channels. So, you know, in America, I'm sure there are hundreds of community ch oh, yeah, channels, be it, yeah, be it radio or TV, um, but obviously if TV is where you're aiming at, then you want to get on there to, to have a, you know, to have a good look at uh, the, the different community channels and figure out which one is right for you. You basically, then they get, they're going to say to you, okay, no worries, how about a pilot? So that's when you've really got to um, hit the books and start drawing up a nice plan and what do you want in your show, what do you not want on the show, who can help you out, who can you con into you know, maybe a few hot dogs and sodas, you know, to, to sort of keep them smiling along the way. Whatever you can do, and then you shoot a pilot. And if the, if the community channel is happy with the pilot, they will air it. Now, to be honest with you, mate, it's, it's not an extremely lucrative thing to start with. It'll actually cost you money, at least it does here in Australia, to, 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 to get a foot in the door. So community, the way community channels work is they take a small fee from, you know, whoever wants to do a TV show and they take the money, and off they go with it. Um, and they say, all right, we've got a little bit of money from you. You earn that back in sponsors, and, um, you know, it'll air in six months. Give it to us then, and that's pretty much all you have to do with it. So that's the way it works. You just keep moving like that. And once you've got it on the community channel, again, you've got to be clever with the prizes you give away. You've got to be clever with who you're going to get on there. I'm telling you now, the other thing, advice, oh, I could have turned around the first season in a few months. Mm -hmm. But you really have to slog and work to get the big names because what's attracted you to me and the reason why we're talking is because I had the big names. Now, would we still be talking if the show wasn't as impressive, if the show, if the show featured people that you, didn't, you don't know? Probably not. So the important thing is that you wow people with the talent, the, the Phil Heath, the Jay Cutlers, the... Anthony Mundine, who's an Australian boxer here in Australia who has fought in America. You need to wow people with that because when you do that, you open the doors to their fans. And then when you're tweeting about the show, Phil Heath will retweet it. Jay Cutler will retweet it. All of a sudden, you're opening the door to their thousands of followers. So the trick is, you know, and the key is 
to get people on that are really interesting, don't cheat the man in the glass, the man in the mirror. Don't cheat yourself if you know you can get someone better. Even if it means you've got to hang around for a fitness expert. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got to spend five hours standing around waiting for somebody. Even if you've got to jump on a plane to go and interview someone. In the end, it's all worth it. If you're going to put everything in your life on the rocks and your world on ice, you need to be prepared to put the work in. And it's frustrating and it's hard because there's not much money coming in the door initially but eventually if you believe in your product you believe in yourself and you believe in the hard work that it takes to get there it's pretty damn hard to fail i really believe that right you you know you covered man you covered a lot of stuff i think the uh, the important thing that you covered is what we call hustle you you hustled for it you you went for it and you worked to get the people on there that you knew would bring the big names in and it's funny you were talking about twitter i want to go back to a couple things that you said when mm. you when you started you started with basically your iPhone and had, like you said, you had your parents hold the camera. You did what you had to do yeah. to get the stuff done. And I think that people need to understand that, hey, you know, if you've got an idea and you want to get it going and you want to start it, just start. You probably already have the tools that you need. Now, you just happen to be the second guest that actually started doing some filming and video and stuff like that, or actually the third one now, with their iPhone. And then you moved up and you're, you know, doing full-blown television production. And now you've got a show on a major network. Mm -hmm. And you did yeah. it all pretty much bootstrapped, hand over fist, doing it. And and I mean, it's it's awesome that you were able to do that and achieve actually getting your show on a major network, because I think a lot of people th would think that that's impossible starting from a, a basically a public access channel. Well, that's right. A lot of people would think it's impossible and a lot of people would look at the idea of it and say, look, it's just probably not going to happen. Uh, it, it's hard work because there's no money in it initially. There really isn't. But then after that, you start building up your sponsors and you start getting, you know, like, I mean, I've got, I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's about, you know, five or six sponsors on board for the second season and mm -hmm. it's enough for me to it's enough for me to get by and you know the first season I had a lot of sponsors as well but the money wasn't as big but now that I'm on a you know major network I'm still by no means a millionaire but I'm able to sell the advertising for more money but the the really important thing is you know the, it's it's a bit of a cheeky expression I've sort of come up with but it's the, it's the more people you get in bed with in terms of sponsors, the more chance you have of making love. Now, the beautiful thing is this. The, 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 the beautiful thing is one of the sponsors is Plus Fitness, who have over 150 health clubs in Australia. Now, they turned around to me and they said, look, we love the show. Uh, can we sponsor it? After I introduced them to them, they said, absolutely. And I said, absolutely. They sponsor the show. But out of that comes more opportunity. So they, they now want me to do on-demand videos for their clubs oh, right wow. around Australia. Oh yeah. So people walk. So people walk into a, a Plus Fitness Health Club, you know, beautiful environment. They walk up to the screens and they press the button, and I come up on the Plus screens, welcoming everyone and welcoming. And, and it's an abs workout, or it's a body pump workout, or it's a high intensity interval training workout, whatever it may be. And other doors open. And this is the amazing thing. It's not just about a TV show. It's about creating more business opportunities out of nothing more than an idea and thin air. And that's been the beauty of it. And, you know, if you can get in bed with five or six different sponsors, the TV show aside, other doors open. And really, that's, uh, that's one of the best things about having sponsors is the fact that th they will have you there as someone that they can go to as a trusted name 
and someone that they rely on, if you know what I'm saying. I do. I exactly do. Um, you know, the funny thing is that we actually just uh, signed on our uh, our second sponsor for the show. We have a, a, a CDN sponsor that, you know, helps the, speed up the website. And we don't actually even have to talk about that sponsor. It's just a deal that worked out with them. But our mm-hmm. second sponsor came on, and it's a it's a company called Duda Mobile. And I actually think this is a good time to take a break and thank our sponsor. I was out on Theme Forest the other day looking at new WordPress themes. And it occurred to me that every last one that I looked at was mobile responsive. The better ones were upwards of $45, $50, $60. And some of the more advanced were, I don't know, a couple hundred dollars. Did you know that with Duda Mobile, you can convert your current website over to a mobile responsive website that works on tablet and on phone? They've got a service called Duda One. If you just go out to Duda Mobile forward slash Duda One, you can check it out there. Enter in your current web address. It's free and it costs you absolutely nothing to do that and check out what your site would look like on tablet or mobile. It's pretty amazing how quickly they pull in all your information from all over the web and present it to you in the exact form that you want. The great part is you can add in features that you don't even have on your website, like click to call, like maps. It's amazing what you can do. I'm going to be doing a demonstration of it in a webinar a little bit later on in the month, so make sure you tune in for that. But if you go out to dotomobile.com forward slash one, if you decide to purchase Even after you use the free stuff, just enter in promo code ROSS20 to save $20 off an annual subscription. It's a really great deal. I recommend it. I use it. And I'm going to be showing you guys a little bit later on in the month. So definitely check out dudamobile.com forward slash duda1. Enter your web address in there and see what your site looks like. Convert it and get a beautiful website in minutes. Now back to the show. But yeah, so Duda Mobile came on because they like the show. They like the guests that were coming on. And there could be more opportunities for us to do even more with them. We'll we'll see how it goes. But, you know, once you get one sponsor, it's a whole lot easier to get the other ones to come on board because they see that, oh, wow, we're not just the only ones taking a risk. And this could be something else. And, oh, wait a minute, maybe we can go to this guy for something else. Just like, you know, your fitness clubs are coming to you now to do intro videos and exercise videos. Mm for their club members. That is awesome. Yeah, that's right. And no, congratulations on your sponsor as well. And I'm sure there'll be many, many more to come. But look, and that's the thing. It's just, it's exciting because sometimes after the first season, I had two companies ring me and say, we're interested in sponsorship. So that's that's the, um, well, actually, no, three, three companies rang me. And, and, and for me, that was amazing because the first season, I'm sitting around scratching my head going, you know, is this really all worth it? I'm hitting up so many companies. I'm hitting up so many people, and I'm not getting anywhere. And you know what? Even for this second season, um, Vernon, the same thing's happening. I mean, I've been in the, this week, I think I've been brushed by five different potential sponsors. Just said, no, look, I'm sorry, we're not interested. And the thing is, you just can't take it personally. You've got to hit 100. It's like they say with actors and auditions. You go to 100 auditions before you get one. I mean, like there was a legendary actor you'd know called Joe Pesci. Oh, yeah. uh, who was in Casino, who was in Goodfellas. He was just about to quit his acting career. He'd had enough. He'd gone to so many auditions. And then all of a sudden, the bloke called Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro knock on his door and say, look, we saw you in this particular film, and you know what? We want to get you in a movie called Raging Bull. Well, Raging Bull, of course, went on to have huge success in Hollywood, and Joe Pesci, some years later, won a Best uh, Supporting Oscar for his role in Goodfellas. So, look, it, it's... Just when you feel like giving up, doors can open. And the secret is you just need to keep banging on them. Get to the stage where you're kicking them in. I don't care. But 
honestly, nothing is easy when it comes to doing this stuff. Nothing is simple and nothing is easy. And to be honest with you, no one really wants to know you. You have to, as you say, hustle. It's a great quote I like to live by. Hustle until they remember your name. And that's all it is. You know, I mean, for example, this community channel was on Foxtel. But if you're trying to get a sponsor, you're not telling them you're on a community channel. (laughs) No, no, no. You're, You're telling them you're on Foxtel. It's a fitness show that features the biggest names from America, which it did, some of the biggest names in Australia, which it did. It's airing on Foxtel. You don't tell them it's a community channel on Foxtel. You know, <laughs> there's a little bit of hustling involved. Of course there is. And Richard Branson will tell you to say anyone else. I mean, I'm no Richard Branson. I never will be. But the, the, the point is that anyone will tell you that's made it in life. There is a little bit of hustling involved. And there is a little bit of, you know, we, we can say white lies involved in getting to the top because no one starts off with everything. Nobody. Yeah, you got to be a little creative. <laughs> of course. You do need to be a little creative. And, you know, if you've got the talent to back it up, like you certainly do, and like I'm sure a lot of other people do uh, listening to this, you will get there. And it's not easy. I mean, it started as a YouTube channel in 2012. And, you know, I had a little sponsor, a local sponsor, Mike's team, who sells supplements out of a um, nor, uh, where is it, inner western suburb in Sydney called Burwood. Mm-hmm. And he also preps bodybuilders, natural bodybuilders for competitions. So he came on for the first year. And then, you know, that was 2012. And then the next year was when I shot the pilot. And then now this year is, you know, when I'm shooting season two. So, look, you've just got to keep hustling and you've just got to keep going. And if you believe in it, and people can hear the passion in your voice and they can hear that you, you know, are, are obsessed with your own product and you're going to make it work no matter what, then people will do it. It's the same with Henry Ford. He spent years and years trying to build the Ford engine. Everyone said he was crazy. Now, I mean, if someone listening to this on, on, the, on, the, on a highway somewhere in America, they're probably looking at a Ford in front of them or in their revision era. It just comes down to self-belief and not giving up. Of course, we all had the days that we sit around and we go, is this worth it? But oh, we all had those days where we bang the table. Yesterday, I punched the table at the, like Hercules. I was angry because I, I, one of my segments fell over. Uh, but then last night, I ended up cleaning it <laughs> up and finding an even better option. So, look, uh, you know, everyone gets angry. Everyone gets frustrated. The trick is to just keep moving and not give up. That, that, that's the secret to it. Right. I can see why they call you the Steve Irwin of fitness. Man, you're, <laughs> you're a fire, man. You're just like, you know, ah, you're going for it. Uh, that's that's amazing. So, you know, there, there are, I'm going to switch gears here a little bit. And let, let's talk about Instagram for a minute. There was a Halloween picture. And- oh, that's, that's He-Man. He-Man. Yeah, no, that was my uh, childhood hero. <laughs> I mean... My, I never used to want to eat much when I was a, a young kid, and my dad said to me, come on, mate, if you don't eat that, you, you won't be like He-Man. I remember he used to flex his biceps, and I used to say, wow, look at the size of dad's biceps. You know, I've got to be as big as that. So I would then eat every bit of protein in sight when I was a kid, and He-Man was always my hero. So whenever it's Halloween, I strap on the, the, the He-Man costume, <laughs> go out with a light-up sword and just do my best. It's a lot of fun. Nice, nice. So is that how you got into the whole fitness thing? Was it your uh, your father was an influence? Well, yeah, my father's a doctor and my mother also works in the field. And look, I mean, I, I, my dad was very influential and, you know, and my grandmother died at 104. She was very, very healthy and she studied with... Uh, there's, there's a Brer Wall, there's a type of muesli out there called Burka muesli, and she studied under Dr. Burka, 
uh, years and years ago. And so nutrition and health has always sort of been in the family. Um, look, I, I just got into it because I was a young kid and I was about 16 and a mate of mine got a bench press for Christmas and mum said, oh, would you like one of them as well? Would you use it? I'm sitting there and thinking, you know what, mum, I would. So mum buys it his bench press and, you know, of course I knew nothing about training back then. I used to train chest and biceps every day. Well, how <laughs> right. silly that is. But, but that's, another, that, that's another topic in itself. But at the same time, my friend joined up at a gym and he said, come on, mate, come down there and join the gym with myself and my father. And his father was quite a big man and had trained on and off for his whole life. And he sort of took me through a few workouts there. And I did some workouts in their garage as well. And I really used to enjoy them. And I was just hooked. I mean, honestly, Vernon, from the age of 16 to 18, I turned 27 in a few months. Uh, basically, I just haven't stopped. I mean, I've been training naturally, no drugs or anything like that for 10 years. And you know, really throwing the iron around consistently, good diet, no alcohol. I don't drink alcohol anymore. I gave up when I was 21. Well, we're allowed to drink at 18 here in Australia. So after a few years of it, I was just bored of it. I thought it was rubbish. I thought I just, I just got over it and didn't like it. I don't touch a drop anymore. Uh, so it's been consistent training. And, you know, you get the odd person every now and then who looks at your physique and says, oh, look, you know, he's on steroids and you know, it comes yeah. back to you in the gym. Someone will say that. But to me, I just think it's a compliment because people don't realize how hard it is to grow muscle naturally. And people don't understand the work that goes into it. And the minute they see someone who's a little bit bigger than them, uh, they like to point the finger and that sort of stuff. But to be honest, I don't take anything personally. Uh, I'm a really you know, nice fella, I guess. I don't really, you know, <laughs> judge people on what they have to say about me or anything like that. But, you know, look, I, I, on my website, and, and I would encourage, I can go on the record on your, on your show, and I would encourage anyone across the world, I'm happy to do a drug test for anything, anything, uh, any time of the day, any time of the year. I don't care. You test me. I'll, I'll, I'll front up because that's not the lifestyle I live. I'm a healthy guy. And it's all about balance in life and you know i don't necessarily want to be the biggest guy in the world i just want to be fit healthy look good and inspire other people it's as simple as that right yeah you know you can tell from um natural bodybuilders from bodybuilders that juice and you know guys, all you got to do go out to the website and take a look at them that's a natural physique you know back when i was working out all the time and was really heavily into fitness I've gotten back into it in the past couple of years, but you know, you, you do take it as a compliment when you're sitting under 400 and you're benching heavy, and somebody walks by and you, you, they, you, they give you the look like, mm, "Must be juicing." And it's like, no, yeah. it's taken me five years to get underneath 400 pounds, not that's right, you know, not six weeks and a cycle of uh, whatever, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. But everyone's obsessed today with the quick fix. I mean, everyone wants the quick fix in everything in life. You know, that, that's the human beings, generation Y, we're all moving towards the quick fix for everything. That, that's, that's what people want. You know, they want the quick fix. And unfortunately, in a lot of things in life, it's just not the way the cookie crumbles. But, you know, people will learn as they move on that it's not the the, the best way to go about things. But, you know, I can only sit here and preach what I believe to be correct and what I believe to be healthy. So, 
there's not a whole lot we can do there, is there? Right. Now, you've, I think you've given a lot of, of great advice. I mean, just in general, as far as, you know, the perseverance portion of it and hustling and really just going after what it is that you want. If you had to give somebody a piece of advice about sponsorship, because I get a lot of questions about sponsorship. It's one of the things I did in my background was sponsorship sourcing for events. I would find sponsors mm. for events and build out an event and find sponsors to support it. How did you go about approaching like your first bigger sponsor? Because I get a lot of questions about, you know, how do I approach a sponsor for my podcast or for my blog or something like that? What advice would you give people about approaching sponsors? I would give them a lot of bang for their buck. First of all, the product's got to be aligned with yours. Make sure the product's aligned. Make sure you can find a creative way to incorporate it into your show. For instance, plus fitness gyms. Well, that's pretty obvious. I mean, you train in the gym. But it goes a little further than that. You can then host a show from out the front of their gym, which then gives them something else. They also sponsor race cars. So I can then, I did a seg, or I once hosted a show in front of the race car, and I said goodbye to the viewers on that particular occasion from inside the race car with a NASCAR champion driving it. So how can you take their... Yeah, no, I appreciate that. No, but so think of a way you can take a sponsor and be creative with, with their product. And what other ways can you market their product for them in an exciting way? How can you do that in your show? How can you, is, you know, can you, for example, if you've got a podcast, can you go out somewhere, leave your studio with a handheld mic and go somewhere that involves their brand? I mean, I don't know. Can you, can you speak to their CEO about something, about, you know, the way they've been successful? Can you, how can you incorporate them besides just mentioning them? What, what, what sort of bang for, for the buck can you give them? You know, do, do you want to give them, I mean, do you want to give them a free ride for a week or two weeks to see how it goes and see if they like it? It's a difficult one, but the thing is, don't be too hard on the sell either. Make it look like, you know, it's an opportunity for them at a small cost and it's much better than the huge money they're probably allocating in other advertisements. I mean, for example, you know, you advertise on TV, a 30-second ad, people can get up, they can go and play with their phone, they can go to the bathroom, they don't see it. The way I sell my advertising is my advertising is integrated. People can't miss it. They can't miss the fact that we're in a plus fitness gym. They can't miss the fact that I have, uh, you know, a, a, a particular podcast brand on my T-shirt. They, they, people can't miss that stuff, you know? So, so that's sort of the best way to do it and to just and, and believe in it and, and not even... This is a controversial thing as well, and I've copped a lot of flack for, for using this sales technique from a few people that have worked in sales. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, don't, I don't accept it as gospel, but what I like to say to people, and it's advice I got from a young fella who sells advertising at 2GB Radio in Sydney and who's, who's doing very, very well. He rings them up, he puts forward the case, and he says to them, this might not be for you, but I'd love you to check it out. Now, I, some sales people have said to me, you never put doubt in someone's mind. And this guy says to me, mate, you're not giving them the hard sell. If someone rings you up and says, Vernon, you've got to have this. If you don't have it, you're pretty much going to die. You know, the, the zombie apocalypse is going to begin and you <laughs> right, could say right. goodbye to you, and you could say goodbye to your podcast. The first thing you're going to want to do is put your guard up. It's the first thing you're going to want to do. But if you were to come in under the radar and say, hey, look, I've been following your brand to this amount of time. I think it's a really, really solid fit with, with what I'm doing here. Uh, it might not be for you, but I'd love you to check it out. I mean, look, and again, I'm not saying that what I'm saying is right. I'm not saying it's wrong. 
what I'm saying is you don't want to be too in people's face. You just want to knock on their door and say, I like what you're doing. What do you think about teaming up? Right. And that's, that's pretty, pretty much all. But make sure the product can be used on your show in some sort of an exciting and invigorating way. How can you, you know, I mean, how can you... For example, let's say that there's, let's say, take a, a, a popular coffee shop and someone's doing a podcast, for instance, or a blog. Why couldn't you, that, that person write a blog from, do a YouTube video, a, a video log instead of a blog from inside the coffee shop with their new range of coffee? Well, why couldn't, for instance, uh, you know, you do a podcast or something like that from inside the coffee shop and you know, listening to the people bang the coffee in the background, conversations and that. And why can't they give your listeners a free coffee? You know, the first five people in there get a free coffee. What would that cost them? Nothing. But what it does is those people go, hey, I heard you on the Vernon show or I heard, I heard, I heard you on this show or whatever. And they go, oh, okay, well, that works. Then you turn around and you say, okay, well, what about some money? Or what about... It's just, you know, how can you make it look like they're really getting something? But it's not about making them look like they're getting something because they are getting something. But it's just about using them in a creative way, if you get what I mean. Right, yeah, you want to add value to the business, and you want to make it... It's funny, I did a, a coaching call today, and I was explaining about sponsorship, and it's it has to be about your sponsor. It has to be about them, and how can you make the opportunity for them to invest in your brand worth it for their brand. You know, it's all it's yes, all about yes. what you're going to be able to do for them and not necessarily what they're going to be able to do for you. You're going to benefit from it. And that's exactly it. right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You're going to benefit from it, but you have to make it about them. They're the important part. They're the focus. And, you know, how can you give them to your audience? How can you, you know, provide more access to people that they don't necessarily touch? Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, return on investment is a really hard thing. You know, we've, you know, we've obviously had the GSC times are tough. It's hard for people to turn around and say, well, I'm going to give you, you know, 30000 or 50000 or 10000 or whatever it might be. How am I going to get that money back? It's the first thing that they're going to ask and the first thing they're going to want to do. Mm-hmm. How can they get their money back? I mean, I had a, you guys have got hog's breath in America, I believe I'm right in saying. Hog's breath, it's like a diner. Um, you know, a, a diner, you go and you have big hamburgers and stuff like that. I yeah, remember approaching... you're on the West Coast, yeah. Yeah, yeah Hogsbury. So I approached... I actually used to have a podcast called Muscle Talk. It still exists. I, I don't record any new episodes, but it's still online. And I started off doing the podcast before I went into TV, and I loved it. I mean, I, I, I prefer it, to be honest with you. I think it's a... Radio is a better medium. However, I went in and did that and I knocked on the door of Hog's Breath after a meal there once, and I said, hey, look, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, you know. It's a bit of a blokey show, but women listen to it as well. Can we try and get people in the door here? How can we sponsor? Well, I ended up not being able to get money from them, but what I ended up doing was advertising for them on my show. But people that went in there, my listeners, got 10% off their bill, and I also got sometimes a little bit more than that. So, you know, if I was taking a girl there, I was lucky because I didn't have to pay as much, but don't tell anyone that. <laughs> uh, my, my, my listeners could walk in there and know that they're getting 10% off. So when they walk in, they say, oh, yeah, well, we heard of you guys on Muscle Talk, and we're here for the 10% discount, right. and they do it. So... At the very least, these guys might get a few more. But you know what it does? It makes your listeners go, well, how good is this dude? You know, I don't care if he's not making any money. They don't care about that. 
what they that they go is, well, we're listening to this guy. We're getting awesome information, great interviews, but we're also getting 10% off our meals. We need to keep we, we need to keep our eye on this guy. Now, you might not be making money from it, but you're not going to make huge dollars to start with anyway, as we've already been through. It's If you can give something to your viewers or your listeners, at the start, that's, that, that's more important than you getting anything. You, the content has to be awesome. Like I've got a newsletter coming out tomorrow, and you know I spend a week finding the content for it. Your viewer is the number one thing. Without them, you've got nothing. And right. you need to be looking after them. You know, you know, I mean, you've got me on this show because you think that I, I can, you know, help your listeners with something. And the listeners are, are, are the people winning here, as I am, as you are. We're all winning. But more importantly, the winners are the listeners as well. And that's the most important thing. And it's the same with newsletters. It's the same with everything else. How can these people win? And even if you're not making money from it, the first thing and the last thing needs to be your listeners, your viewers, what can they get out of it? Right. Because if they're yeah. getting something out of it, they're spreading the word, and then the more sponsors can, can come through that way. That's just what I think, but again, you know, it doesn't necessarily make it right, but I think it's certainly a good thing to think about. What are my viewers going to get out of it? That's why I always reference studies. I reference data. I'm not going to sit there and say high reps are superior to low reps, uh, and that's the end of story. No, no, no. I, I say... Low reps and high reps uh, have been compared in multiple studies, namely this one, that one, and that one, and the general consensus today is this one. For all these studies, head to the website at fitandflex.com. That way, the viewer gets more out of it. The viewer, in the first time around, goes, oh, then what would this guy know? You know, what would he know? He's, he doesn't have any scientific reference. I can't believe him. Next channel. Exactly. So you've always got to make sure that you're giving the listener and the viewer something awesome. For season two, there's a hamburger. They're creating, there's a big show on, on George Street, which is the main street in the Sydney CBD. They're creating a fit and flexed hamburger. Now, <laughs> awesome. oh, I'm going in there to cook this burger. I can't cook to save my life, but there's a chef, a Dutch chef of all things, who's going to cook the burger in his restaurant. Now, I'm getting no money from this, but what I'm doing is I'm going to walk in there, cook. I mean, of course, my cooking segment is sponsored. So, yes, I am getting money from that. But this fella, I'm walking in and saying, can we cook in there? Can you show us how to cook this burger? Will you put a fit and flex healthy burger on the menu? I mean, what do you reckon he's going to say? TV coverage for free. Exactly. Of course he's going to say yes. So what he, he was jumping in. He said to me on the phone, that's a great idea, he said to me. What a great idea. I said, no worries. So I go in there June, I think it's the third. I burst in there with the camera crew. We cook. I break down the nutritional value and the health benefits of this burger, why it's important uh, and stuff like that. He then puts a flyer on every table, with, you know, with a Fit and Flex logo on it, maybe even a photo of me if I'm lucky. <laughs> and everyone that walks into that restaurant can order a Fit and Flex hamburger and it's free publicity for the show. Exactly. And it costs you nothing. And what, are the, what, what does the random person get? The random person gets the, the, the delicious hamburger. The random person gets the coverage. The chef gets this awesome free publicity on national TV for his restaurant. And I get the, the free advertising out of it. Now, how much would people pay for that advertising on a table, on a serviette? Advertising is everywhere. You can't go anywhere without advertising on hair dryers, on, on, on urinals. I've got them here at the movies the other night, I noticed. Oh, yeah, they yeah, are I've advertising. Well enough, as yeah. and, and be honest with me, Vernon, do you really take notice of it? I mean, do you really look at the advertising? Do you really? I mean, you, you probably don't, right? right in, in the right. movies, in the urinal. You're not thinking about it, right? You're not thinking about it. But if you're sitting down at a table and there's something you can order called a Fit and Flex burger, and there's a flyer in front of your face, and you look at you, you're going to take notice of it right. because it's something that you can order. It's not someone saying, hey, man, here's my brand. I'm shoving it down your throat. No, no, they're not. 
they're saying, hey, you can choose this to eat. <laughs> so, look, it's just another way of getting in people's minds. And I'm also writing for magazines for free. Iron Man magazine is a huge magazine. Oh, I'm yeah. writing for them for... I'm writing for them for free. Now, I, I'm doing that because it's worth more to me to write for free and get my website and my show publicized in their magazine. Because if I get that, it means that I can then have a little something up my sleeve down the track and say to them, right, oh, guys, I've written you for free. How about putting me on the front cover? I'm going to try and get on the front cover at the end of the year to coincide with my second series. Uh, I'm also, you know, if I ever launch a body challenge or a online personal training thing, I would like these guys to be able to advertise it for me. So I've got something up my sleeve. You'd be amazed if you could just approach different magazines and say, I'll write for free um, and I'll do this and do that. If you give them good content, if it's awesome content, they will keep banging on your door and I'll do anything for more. Yeah, and, I think, and that's I think thing. That, is, that is awesome advice because, you know, a lot of bloggers want to write for magazines and, you know, they have their website yeah. and they're like, you know, I want a big break. I want to be able to write for a magazine. It's, well, approach the magazine magazine with great content and just send it to mm. them and tell them that you don't want to get paid for it. You'll write for free and you just keep yeah. doing it and you keep putting out good content and eventually it comes back to you. And I think that's something that you've been expressing throughout the entire conversation. The entire theme has been provide as much awesome content and as much awesome value as you can without the expectation necessarily of getting something right back. But you That's can, exactly you, right. You can leverage that down the road for other things. Like the restaurant thing, that is, that's brilliant. I would be surprised if somebody from this audience does not take that advice and do the exact same thing. You you could, mm -hmm. I mean, because that, that, is, that is just brilliant. That's the first time I've yeah, ever no, heard anybody I appreciate doing that. That's that. awesome. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just another way to be creative with your show. I mean, fitness is a big thing, training, running around, but then nutrition is another important part of it. And I am lucky in that respect in that fitness can be seen as a very broad thing. So how can you broaden your horizons a little bit? I mean, I've got a, I put an article out every week called, so obviously my show is called Fit and Flex. But I could put one out called Fit and Fun. And all of these, it's the best home gyms from around the world. And it's pictures of that. People love that stuff. I'm putting out articles, celebrity stunt doubles. On my website, you wouldn't believe these celebrity stunt doubles. <laughs> Tom Cruise is one, Schwarzenegger. They look exactly the same. Now, it's not quite fitness, but it still is. It's still in the realms of the world of fitness. It still fits in nicely. How can you broaden your thing a little bit, make it a little bit cheeky to open more doors? Because that's what it's all about. And, I mean, Vernon, I'll be honest with you, I've rung a few people before, and I've said, would you like to appear on my show? I know you've written a book. Uh, would you like to appear on my show? I'm offering no money because it's an independent production. I can't afford to pay you for it. But what's in it for you is three minutes of advertising for your book. And I get an email back saying, uh, who's doing hair and makeup? Will this definitely go to air? How much am I being paid? Are you supplying the, the flight costs for me? Or so mind you, this person's one hour away by plane. Uh, flight costs for me, it's a big investment for me for this. So I just have to write back and say, this, I'm sorry there's been a misunderstanding. If you don't see the value in it, goodbye and best of luck to you with the book. Some people are in a game, Vernon, that they don't understand. And this game involves working for free to start with. And that's the, the reality of it. If you don't want to work for free and you're not prepared to, to stick it out to start with, then go and get a job somewhere and forget about it. Unfortunately, it's the reality of what we do. Nobody, I don't care who you are, the best sports commentators in America, in Australia, 
TV presenters. Ask them how, how long did they work for free, and they'll all tell you the same thing, unless they were extremely lucky to start with. I did sports reports on a community radio station in Sydney for a year, free sports reports for a year. Once a week, only once a week, but it was a popular segment. People enjoyed it. And some people, you know, really, really liked it. And you get a bit of a following that way. You need to, you know, I went and did work experience when I was a kid. I lied my way into a few different TV networks and went in there. But year after year, intermittently, before I was basically told to get stuffed, uh, and I worked for nothing. But what did that mean? It meant that when I was trying to sell myself down the track, I would write on my resume that I've done work experience here, 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 and here. And I'm telling you, there's no substitute for that. There's no use walking into a TV station or walking in anywhere and saying, I want to do this. Because the first thing they're going to do is, is say to you, well, what have you done so far? If you've got something to show them, if you've got the credentials behind you, so, well, I did work experience here, I did that there, and I did this for free here, here's an example of it. If you've got all those, all those things, then people are going to believe that if this guy's doing it for free, this guy's hungry. And if I don't feed this guy, he's going to eat me. <laughs> oh, exactly. That, I love it. I love it. Mm, so that's, that's basically, you know, that's, that's what you've got to do. You've got to work for free in this game before you can cut it. And, and it's as simple as that. You need to get the experience, and that's the unfortunate thing. Now, if you cut it in this industry, you're pretty safe. You know, you could probably earn some very good money. You can own your own house outright. In Sydney, it's near impossible to own a house. The average price is about a million dollars. It's crazy. But that's the reality of it. You know, it's, it's life's tough. It is hard. But if you want to really make the big dollars, then you need to... You know, be prepared to really go out and put yourself on the line. I mean, you know, you look at, like, we were talking about actors before. I love actors and I love movies, so I always refer to them. But actors were all working for free. They were all doing films for free, short films for free, you know, working for free to get their face out there, to get their experience out there, to get a show reel out there. Yeah. Before they could actually turn around and start commanding $20 million a movie like they do. But you, everyone starts somewhere and no one is born with it. Unless your father is, you know, the uh, some huge, you know, Donald Trump or someone like that that's got, right. you know, more connection than AOL, you know, <laughs> then you're fine, you know, you're, you're all good. But if you have to, my, my parents are doctors, they're not in the media. So, you know, I had, to, I had to hustle and I had to work hard to get where I am. And by no means, and I, I want to stress this, I, I am no millionaire yet. You know, I am no millionaire whatsoever. I am now earning a living from what I do, which I think is a cool achievement, but I always want more and we should always strive for more and more and more because the more we can strive for more, the, the, the more chances we'll get it. And there's a big chance that the more we keep moving forward and believing in ourselves, the further we can go. But it just comes down to self-belief and it comes down to the desire to always want more and always better yourself. You know, the minute you get comfortable, well, it can be a lot harder then. But, you know, it's, it's fine. There's, there's not an issue there. We just need to believe in ourselves. And, and as I say, I know it's corny. I know you hear it 101 different ways on the radio every day in different movies. But you just never, ever, ever, ever give up. No, that and is, that's that, the that only is, way awesome. to do it. No, that, that's awesome. And I think that's great advice. And that's, a, that's an awesome place to end the interview. You know, I really did enjoy speaking with you about this. I could go on for another hour, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. You've you got so much good stuff to say, man. And um, I, such an interesting character. Uh, you know, looking at your website, and I, I do have to say this, that when I was looking at your website and I would start going through your YouTube videos, I'm like, well, you know what? This is not just about, you know, 
yeah, it was cool that you had people on that I was familiar with. I'm like, yeah, okay. I, <laughs> you know, I know Lee Priest and Ronnie Coleman and all those guys. I've seen those guys. I've met Ronnie Coleman. I actually met Jay Cutler before the Olympia, you know, when he was just doing bodybuilding shows at um, – high schools in Chicago. I saw him a couple times oh, there. Okay. And, and I've got pictures with him. And, and, you know, that kind of stuff was cool. But once I started looking at the videos, it's like, you know what? There's a passion here for what you're doing that makes it a little different than most fitness brands that you see. Most stuff that you run into on the web where someone's, you know, you know they're just trying to get you to buy some supplement or trying to get you to, you know, look at these clothes that they have on or something like that. And it's not really done. Well. But the shows are done well. There's an obvious passion for what you do. And the fact that you're willing to do it for free, I think speaks to the type of character that you have and the brand that you've built and the reason that it's appealing if someone sees it and goes to their website, there's no way you're not going to stay on it. I mean, I, I usually don't spend, you know, a couple hours on somebody's website researching them. But, I mean, I'm all over the web looking at the looking at the site. Then I start reading articles. And I'm like, wow, this is actually a really good fitness brand. And it's all the way down in Australia. But this guy's doing an awesome job. So I got to have him on the show. Yeah. No, I appreciate that so much, Vin. And happy to chat any time, mate. And, again, with you, it's a... It's an awesome thing that you're doing, and it's it's just all about, you know, believing in yourself, which is what you've done, and it's exceptional. And, you know, I've worked in radio for years, Vernon, and, mate, I can tell you, talking to you, you're an excellent journalist, you're an excellent broadcaster, and, mate, really, I know there's a lot more people in America than there, than there is in Australia, but, <laughs> mate, whatever you want to do, you're certainly in with a good shot because, you know, you're, you're very good at what you do, and that's, and you know, that's the good, honest truth, mate, the, the way... You know, you've conducted this interview and everything else. So I really appreciate it, Venom. I really do. Well, hey, thanks a lot. And I, I really do appreciate the kind words, man. That's that's awesome to hear. It's always fun to hear. You know, when you start something like this, like a podcast that, you know, sometimes can be a labor of love because there's not a lot of money in it at times. You no. know, it's, uh, it's always good to hear feedback like that, especially from a professional that has experience, you know, in the media, on radio and or in radio and on television, you know, like yourself. That's that's just awesome to hear. And thank you. I'm very humbled by the compliment. No, no worries. Thanks so much. All right. Well, cool. Well, Dane, you know, thanks a lot. And I tell you what, tell people where they can find you online. Yeah, sure. So I'm on www.fitandflexed.com, F-I-T-N-F-L-E-X-E-D. You can watch the show one to six on that uh, website. Uh, I'm also facebook.com slash fitandflexed and Twitter and Instagram at fitandflexed. It's an unusual spelling, F-I-T-N-F-L-E-X-E-D. Uh, so that's the, the crux of where you'll find me. Also on Twitter, personal account is at Dane underscore Hudson, D-A-Y-N-E-H-U-D-S-O-N, Hudson like the Hudson River. Uh, so they, 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 that's where you'll find me. And, you know, happy to respond to any emails as well. Uh, you know, Dane at fitandflex.com if anyone has you know, any questions Vernon, that they might have after listening to the podcast. Really happy to um, accommodate them. But, you know, it's, it's like I just want to stress, I, I'm not there yet. I, I, I'm not. I've got a long way to go. However, you know, the fact I, I'm, I am satisfied that I've been able to make a living uh, out of this, and which is what I'm doing now. I'm able to make a living out of it, which is important. Oh, yeah. Uh, but there's still a long way to go, you know. There's a long way to go. But, however, you know, I'm happy that I can share my journey so far and the important fundamental characteristics uh, that are involved in getting me to where I am. So I thank you a lot for the opportunity, Vernon.
Yeah, no, it's huge that you've been able to do that on your own because so many people want to be able to find the thing that they love and actually do that for a living. And you've been able to achieve that. And, you know, quite honestly, that's that's more than probably 90 percent of the people in the world that actually get to do what they love for a living. So I think you're an inspiration to our audience, and I definitely love what you're doing, and I hope you keep doing it, and I'll be, you know, following you online. Thanks, Vernon. I appreciate it, mate. Likewise. Hey, so how much fun was that? Such an interesting guy. You know, Dane was so much fun to talk to. And, I mean, if you guys didn't know it, this is the first time I actually talked to him. And we didn't do that much of a, you know, interview pre-chat. This was just a fun interview. He's a great guy. I mean, we talked a little bit on Twitter. But this is one of those things where it is a perfect demonstration of the power of social media. I mean, I reached out to Dane, saw his website. And, you know, I'm not just saying it. It is a nice website. I mean, I see a lot of websites every day. And his just happened be nice and it's focused on fitness which we all need to focus on and do better at so i started reading it and i'm like oh wow this is some interesting stuff out here there's some um there's some good stuff there's some good information and watching this tv show it was pretty good i'm like wow this is well done you know well shot video great segments full of information so you know i'm like i gotta try to get this guy on the show i'm really glad that you know dane accepted and came on but he's up to so much stuff and it's really amazing when you start thinking about how he's created an opportunity from nothing so, you know, when you start talking about starting from nothing and then taking that and just creating your own opportunities, you know, Dane is a perfect example of that. I mean, it's amazing that he started, you know, with his iPhone and having his parents hold the camera to, you know, hey, I'm going to create a cable access show <laughs> doing that and getting that on the air and then taking that opportunity and, you know, moving it on to and pitching a regular network and now having a show featured on a regular network. It's pretty amazing. And the fact that he's making a living from it, which is one of the things that the power of sponsorship can do for you guys. You know, I talk about sponsorship a lot. And if you guys don't know, I, you know, my background was in sponsorship sourcing way back in the day. And, you know, Dane's taken an approach to it that, I, you know, I hadn't even thought about. One of the examples that he gave in the in you know in our time together was that he went into a restaurant and basically they they're creating a a fit and flexed burger so that you know you can go into the restaurant and buy a fit and flex burger which is you know branding for the show going to where you know your audience is taking the branding to where your audience is where they eat I mean that is a strong statement and not only is it strong but it's it's so smart to put that there. He didn't have to make anything from going in and doing that, but look at how much how much mileage he's going to get from doing that and how much more popular the show is going to be because everyone that goes into that restaurant and orders they're going to get the Fit and Flex burger. And you can best believe that the restaurant owner is going to be promoting the show and having his servers promote the show and try to sell the burger. So it becomes popular enough. People are getting it. They are associated with it now. They understand, you know, what the show is. They know that they have a healthy choice because of Fit and Flex. So now Fit and Flex gives you healthy choices, and it's all because of a sponsorship. 
amazing stuff. And, you know, when you're doing sponsorships and you're getting sponsorships, not everything has to be paid, which, you know, takes me on to Dane talking about being willing to do the thing that you love for free until you're really, really good at it. And I think a lot of people, when they get into business, especially if they're in an internet business or something like that, or they're doing some consulting, that they want to get paid a lot upfront, just from the very start. And it just doesn't happen like that. Until you get the experience, until you're able to prove yourself to other people that you can do the thing that you want to do, sometimes you may have to do that thing for free. Dane's taken his passion, did it for free. Now he's actually making a full-time living from it, which is just an admirable thing to have happen. I'm really happy for him, and he's a great guest, and I hope you guys really enjoy the interview. Again, guys, uh, I'm going to wrap it up here, but I wanted to thank you for the Stitcher and iTunes five-star reviews. We need them to get the show out to more people. The more five-star reviews we have, the more people are going to see the show. So definitely make sure to go out there, leave a five-star review if you get a chance. We really would like to get that feedback and know what you like about the show. And if it's not a five-star review, you know, don't leave it. No, if it's not, you know, let me know. I, I need to know where I need to improve. You can email me. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, at Ross. PR or facebook.com slash Ross PR. Go out and like the page. We're doing more stuff on Facebook and posting some, some different stuff on Facebook and make sure you take advantage of free coaching Friday. It's every other Friday starting last week, which was May 16, 2014. But next week is going to be the next Friday coaching call. We covered sponsorship in this last Friday coaching call. Okay, guys, so the coaching is pretty much going to work like this. I'm going to be doing the free Friday coaching sessions every other Friday, second and fourth Friday of the month. So the 16th was this last one. We're skipping this week, and we'll be doing one next week. I will usually release the subject matter what the call is going to be about prior to that, but it may be just a surprise. These are 30-minute sessions that I'm going to do based on requests that I've been getting and emails and feedback that I've getting from what people want to hear about and what challenges people are having. Um, actually, I'm also going to be talking about some of the challenges that some of my coaching clients are having. So you guys are going to get 30 minutes of just value-packed, free coaching that you can listen in on. But the, the catch is there's only 10 spots. And the other catch is, is the recording is not going to be available for the general public. The actual recording is only going to be available for members of or FreeFridayCoaching.com website. So you have to be a member of the FreeFridayCoaching.com website in order to get the recordings. Plus, you guys are going to get exclusive content that is only produced for the free Friday coaching website. I'm going to have different experts come on and speak about stuff. We're going to have, you know, early access to digital products, exclusive digital products, things that are, you know, only available to people that go out to the freefridaycoaching.com website and our members of that site. So definitely looking forward to launching this whole other side of the business that complements the coaching business and just having a lot of fun with it. So really do appreciate you guys checking that out and supporting the show. All the feedback has been wonderful. I've been getting stopped by people on the street talking about the podcast and just meeting people and talking about how much they love the podcast. So I'm really, really happy to hear that you guys have been liking what we're doing. We're going to keep it up and keep bringing you great guests if I could talk. I think you guys are going to be excited about the next guest that's coming up. I've got some really exciting and interesting people that are coming up on the show. Everyone's not going to be super famous that you know of, but there are going to be people that are doing extraordinary things and making a difference, doing their own thing. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. And with that, guys, I'm going to go ahead, get out of here, and I will see you in the next episode. Can you tell I'm excited? Bless you.